Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. This is episode five and I am excited beyond belief to share this episode with you because it is all about the law of attraction. I've said it before and I'll say it again. This law is my favorite law. It is so magical and incredible and supportive and it's always working, which means we always have access to it, which also means that our dreams could just be literally one step, one day, one hour, who knows, away from us. It is really, really exciting. I have practiced the law of attraction since I was about 14. The way that the law of attraction actually came about for me is kind of funny. And I might share that in this episode today. Actually, I wasn't planning to, but hey, learning to go with the flow and trust the process. What you can expect from this episode is a deeper understanding of the law of attraction and how it can work for you. Yes, the law of attraction is a law just like any other law, like we talked about in episode three, that is always working and is always available to everyone. However, we all manifest in different ways, so we will all use the law of attraction in different ways. I have manifested things using the law of attraction so effortlessly at times, right down to the tiny details that I had previously imagined in my mind. And when that thing materialized in my life, I had no choice but to believe that I created that thing because it was so exact to what I imagined. However, on the other side, there have been so many times where I have tried to manifest something through the law of attraction and it has not materialized, will not materialize, blocks keep coming. I wonder why. And I kind of went into this in episode two, but I have now over the years been able to break down the law and understand exactly why it wasn't working for me. And I think I've got a really good handle on that now. So in this episode, I'll be sharing not only the traditional steps that you may have heard of in books like The Secret uh, and just, I guess, on pages on the law of attraction or studies or blogs, but I also share steps that I have added, which I believe are integral to manifesting your desires. Here I come just like thinking that I can overwrite the traditional steps, but hey, you heard it here first, pass around the smile of the podcast. And all of this law of attraction stuff that I'm about to go into, I've only ever shared in my live events and my four-week courses. So I am really excited to get into this. I have some huge manifestation success stories that will take a whole episode to go through. So I won't be sharing those today, but I will be sharing some little manifestation stories that I think will really inspire you and also encourage you to see how you can use the law of attraction differently. If the traditional steps aren't sitting right with you, that's okay. You can manifest in so many other different ways. And I will try and kind of touch on all the different ways that might suit you personally uh, in today's episode. (gasps) Yay! So I was first introduced to the law when I read The Secret for Teens, which was an incredible book. And I read this book because 
I had had a really bad day on the set of H2O. I had this line that I could not for the life of me remember. I had practiced it so many times that there was a lot of different elements to this scene. Like I had to say this line that had all of these different girls' names in it, but I also had to walk to this mark at a certain time when my on-screen dad did this or my on-screen sister did that. And there was just a lot to it. It was also during that stage, if you listen to episode two, where I was just, I was at that age where I was really worrying what everyone thought, school was getting hard, filming was tiring, and I couldn't for the life of me get this line. I, at the time, was reading The Secret and I was becoming used to, I guess, the fact that you can see something in your mind and bring it into your reality using the law of attraction. But of course, in this state of anxiety, I was not able to use the law of attraction. Anxiety completely clouded my mindset. All I needed to do was just get this line out so I could go home and cry because at this time I was holding up a crew of like 50 to 80 people And we were probably on the 10th take and I could not for the life of me get this line. I started to go red in the face. I didn't know how I was going to get it done. It kind of came out in a rushed, weird way in the end. And the whole crew cheered me. Like they clapped me and I was absolutely mortified. Like they were just being nice. They were like, well done, you got it. But I was so mortified. I had just held up this crew for so long. I couldn't do it anyway. I went home in a big tears. And I opened up my book and I thought, okay, if I can, I'm just learning about this manifestation thing. If I can manifest something tangible, I can manifest a good day, right? Because I guess I was looking at the law of attraction then like, oh, I can manifest some money. Or at that time, maybe I wanted to manifest like a new dress for this party or whatever it was. But I was like, I can manifest a better day on set tomorrow because at that time I was so anxious that I was not going to be able to remember my lines the next day. And I was going to embarrass myself and hold up the cast and crew again the next day. So when I went to sleep that night, I used what I had learned in the secret to manifest my perfect day on set. I woke up the next day and the day played out exactly how I wanted it to. That's when I realized that this law is real and that our minds are so powerful and we do have the ability to shape our reality. It is so exciting. Now, I know what I just said. You might be thinking, oh, if I'm feeling anxious, there's no way I can imagine like a good day for me the next day or you know, if I've tried to imagine days before where I'm falling asleep and it hasn't panned out that way, I hear you, me too, same. This was a special time for me, I guess, where I had just put a lot of effort into learning about this law and there were other elements that went into this, but it's just a little positive story to get us started today and we are obviously going way deeper into it. And just a fun fact, the book The Secret was actually called The Secret because back in the day, the, I guess, the wealthy were able to study and kind of gain knowledge around the law of attraction. But they were under the impression that if they shared it with the world, there wouldn't be enough for them to manifest. So the wealthy back in the day actually kept the law of attraction a secret because they didn't want everyone to know about it. Of course, we know now that there is more than enough to go around and the universe has an abundance of opportunities for everyone. But just a little fun fact of why the book The Secret is called The Secret. And I really recommend that you do read the adult version of The Secret if you want a bit more of an introduction to the law of attraction. 
So I want to start with a quote, which I really think encompasses the law of attraction and it's by Buddha and it's what you think you become, what you feel you attract, what you imagine you create. And oh God, it just gives me shivers. This was actually the quote that I wrote on every single note I sent out in probably the first year of selling my positive guidance cards. I still write notes for every single order I send out, but unfortunately I can't (laughs) write a whole quote and then a love note after that of gratitude. It's probably a good time to say if you haven't listened to episode three, I really recommend that you listen to that episode before you listen to this episode. So what is the law of attraction? The law of attraction uses the power of the mind to translate what is in our thoughts and materialize them into reality. It is so exciting. And I am going to bring another quote in here. It's by Wayne Dyer, who I love so much. And he said that everything that exists right now was once imagined, which means everything that will exist is now being imagined. Use your gift of imagination to create your desires. Shivers. So the law of attraction essentially says that like attracts like, that positivity attracts positivity, negativity attracts negativity. Whatever you put out, you will get back. The law of attraction working in simple form is let's say you're driving along and you see a car and you're like, I've never seen that car. I really like that car. And then the next day, the next week, the next month, you have seen that car hundreds of times. It is everywhere in the exact color and model that you noticed and that you like. That is the law of attraction working in simple form. So if you can manifest without even trying, seeing a car that many times by just thinking about it, imagine what you can manifest when you have a good awareness of the law of attraction and what it means. The thing is our subconscious minds are so powerful. So when we're doing things subconsciously, that is when it will work quite effortlessly for us. So when you are seeing that car subconsciously, you are attracting that car because you don't really care if you see it or not. But sure, you liked that car. So it would be really handy if you saw it because you want to see it. So if you can do that subconsciously, imagine what you can do with a little bit of effort backed in there. However, sometimes it can seem like a catch-22 because then when we have effort that backs our manifestations, it usually means that we care about bringing that desire into our, into our real life. So that can mean that it is harder to attract because we want it so bad and we can become attached to that one desire, which is kind of like what I was talking about in episode two, where I became so attached to the one desire of acting for myself. Okay, so I'm going to start by telling you the traditional steps which I learned at 14 and used and absolutely worked at times. However, as I mentioned, as I got older and started to use manifestation more, I realized that there were some steps that needed to be added. So the traditional steps that you may have heard before are ask, believe, and receive. I have added the step of focus, which comes first. So focus, ask, believe, receive. And I've also added the last step of gratitude. And I will tell you why as we go along. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through those five steps and break them all down for you. So let's start with the step that I've added, focus. So what you want to do is you want to focus on you. What do you want? What you are asking for can't be 
for anyone else. It can't be to impress anyone else. It can't be to fit into society. It shouldn't be to impress someone else. It shouldn't be to fit in with a certain group. It needs to be what you genuinely want. And I know I've spoken about this in previous podcasts as well, but it is so integral in manifesting what it is you want. Why I like to talk about this step a lot is because it can be really hard to actually identify if what you are asking for is for you or not, because often we get so swept up in what society says or what our parents say or what our friends suggest or expect of us that we believe that that is attached to us, that it is ingrained in us, that it is a part of our future. However, what is your heart saying? And it can be hard to tune in and listen to your heart. And I'll do an episode on that. But you really do. You need to tune in. You need to quiet in the outside noise and focus on you. What is it that you genuinely want? What is going to light you up? In this step two, you want to focus on one manifestation at a time. Now, I've had times where I've been manifesting, you know, probably up to 10 different things at one time, and that's fine. However, when you are actively trying to use the law of attraction or your journaling or meditating on a specific desire... I personally think it's better to just focus on one at a time. So then you tune into that exact energy. You connect with your higher powers. You get really clear and focused on what it is that you want. And you want to ask yourself, is this in alignment with my values, with my beliefs, with my wants and needs? So that's step one, as simple as that. Step two, ask. I get so many people asking me, asking me how to ask. They say, how do I actually ask the universe for what I want? Do I yell it? Do I pray? Do I say it out loud? Do I say it in my mind? Do I write it in my journal? And how do I actually say what I want? It's going to be different for everyone, but personally for me, and I've done it in different ways, I always like to journal it out. So, for example, universe, thank you so much for bringing me this particular career opportunity or whatever it is. I also like to say it out loud. I might even sing it. Uh, (laughs) It really depends. Do whatever feels right for you. In the step of ask, something really important is to only ask when you're in a positive state of mind. And this kind of comes into the element of how you will ask as well. Because if you are in a positive state of mind, you are probably just going to be driving along and be like, universe or whoever you believe in, thank you for bringing this person into my life or thank you for allowing my day tomorrow to flow or thank you for allowing this holiday to bring me so many new experiences because you're feeling good. It's coming effortlessly and naturally to you. If you listen to episode three, you know that manifesting should be easy and it should be fun. And if something is not feeling fun, if something's feeling blocked or forced, you know that you're doing something wrong. This whole process should be fun. So let's say that you have had a really bad day at work, right? You're driving home and you're feeling super negative, super unfulfilled. You really want a new job and you say, universe, I just, I want a job that doesn't suck. Please just bring me a job that doesn't suck. The universe works like a Google search. Watch your keywords. If you are saying, universe, I want a job that doesn't suck, 
Your wish is my command, says the universe. Here is a job that sucks. It takes your keywords. So a better way to do this would be to go home, make yourself your favorite dinner, run a bath, do a meditation, watch your favorite show, laugh, whatever you need to do, call a friend, calm down. Then maybe when you wake up in the morning and you're feeling a little bit more optimistic, I'm not saying you have to be on top of the world to manifest something, but you do need to be in a somewhat optimistic state of mind. Then you can say, or write, or sing, (laughs) universe, thank you so much for bringing me a job that fulfills me and excites me. See how that just feels nicer and lighter? So wait until you're in a more positive state of mind. Something to remember when you are asking for what you want is that the universe does not work in quantity. So what I mean by that is the universe cannot tell the difference between big and small. The universe can't tell the difference between $50 and $50,000. The universe can't tell the difference between a casual job at a fast food chain and the CEO of a really successful company. The universe can't see the difference. The universe doesn't care what the difference is. It's just energy. However, you might perceive that one dream is harder to attract than the other or will take more work or you might believe that you are not good enough for that dream. So whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. So it's all about training your mind to believe that everything is one. And this comes into the law of divine oneness, which we discussed in episode three. Everything is connected. It's all just energy, attracting energy, and you get to use it to your advantage. So next time that you are going to ask something, remember that you can ask for whatever you want, as long as you believe that you can get it, that you can materialize it. If it's too big for you, you won't. So you can start small and play little games with the law of attraction. If you manifest something small but specific, you will then materialize that and know that you have the power, the power of the mind to materialize that thing and the universe doesn't work in quantity. So if you can materialize that, you can materialize something that you may perceive as huge, but you want to change that perception, that that big thing that you might perceive as huge is so easy to attract because of course I deserve this. I see everyone else's deserving of it. A lot of people I know have that thing. So why can't I have that thing? It is allowed to be easy. Step three, believe. One of the most important steps in the law of attraction. You need to believe that you are worthy and deserving of what you are asking for. And I'm not saying Say some mantras like, I believe I'm worthy, I believe I'm deserving, and then go about your day. I'm saying you need to deeply believe it in your core, which can be really, really hard, especially if we are asking for something that we perceive as big or scary or hard to attract. Visualization is a really big part of the step of believe. Our minds are so powerful. So when we are visualizing something that we want, we are actually tricking our mind into bringing our desire into real life. Why? Because our minds can't tell the difference between imagination and reality. And we know that because there have been many studies around the world that backs this. But one I like to think about is uh, when they hooked up these athletes to all these different kind of, I don't know what the 
name for the brain cords are, the leads, I don't know, they hook them up to a machine. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And what the athletes do is they close their eyes and they visualize themselves competing in a successful competition. And what they found was they actually stimulate the same brain regions that they do when they are actually performing that activity. So it goes to show what we are seeing in our mind, our mind is seeing as our reality. So trick your mind into bringing what you want into real life. And how you can do that is literally by using your imagination and having fun with it. Again, if you are imagining something that isn't feeling fun, then you're imagining the wrong thing for you. You want to get the goosebumps. You want to feel... The excitement, the relief. Let's say you are imagining the doctor giving you the all clear. You would feel, what would you feel? Relief, excitement. Would you then imagine yourself telling your family and friends? What if you had just received the money that you needed? Would you feel proud? Would you feel, would you get the goosebumps? What if you had manifested the love of your life? Would you feel supported? Would you feel loved? Would you be laughing all the time? So create those feelings, do those things. We have the power to create the movie of our lives. But the thing is, we don't want to just watch the movie of our lives that we're creating, right? We want to be in it. So if we are in the movie of our lives, if we are the lead character, we need to feel the feelings that we would feel if we are in that movie. So remember when you are visualizing, don't just see it, feel it. It is all about creating the feeling. What we do when we create the feeling is we work in with the law of vibration. We raise our vibration, in turn, attracting other people, circumstances, things, opportunities, vibrating at that same exciting, uplifting vibration as well. Acting as if is a really cool part of believe that is kind of just fun to play with. And acting as if basically means to act as if your desire has already come into fruition. So you want to talk and act in the past tense, like what you are manifesting is already a part of your life. So move yourself forward into the future, into the future you. The thing is, you can step into that version of you whenever you like. What are you waiting for? Act as if. So let's say that you want to manifest a promotion at your work. You can act as if by going and buying a brand new outfit for your first day of your new promotion because you know that A, you'll be able to afford it and B, you want a new outfit that you feel so powerful in for the first day at work. What you want to do is you want to put that outfit on and look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself as that version of you. Feel it. You've got the promotion. You've got the job. How exciting. Now, you might be thinking, I don't really want to do these things because it might get my hopes up and then I'll be really disappointed if it doesn't happen. There are a few things I want to say on that. The first thing is that you are not completely believing that you are going to get that promotion if that is your thought pattern and therefore if you don't believe you won't receive. And the second thing is the belief of knowing that this could be right for you but something else could be right for you and even better for you as well and we'll get to that in the next step. Another thing that you could do if you're manifesting a promotion is start packing up your desk. Start emptying your drawers that you haven't sorted for years because you're moving offices, right? So do the things that you would do if you had got that promotion already. Another example, let's say that you're trying to manifest the love of your life. 
You need to make some room in your closet for a start. Make room for this person to come into your life. I was actually listening to a podcast where they were talking about this and they also said uh, for people who are manifesting, you know, a new relationship is to sleep on one side of the bed. Because if you're sleeping in the middle of the bed, you're telling the universe that that bed is yours and you're not ready for someone to come into your life. So act as if that person has already come into your life. Sleep on one side of the bed and make room for that person. So step four, receive. I used to think this was the easiest step because I've done all the hard work. I just get to sit back now, relax and receive my desire. And while essentially sometimes that can happen, It's so amazing when it does and it must mean that you were so aligned, that this was so meant for you, that you were probably putting in a lot of inspired work without even trying. That can absolutely happen. But oftentimes in the step of receive, it needs a little bit more work. And why this work can be hard is because it's all about letting go and trusting the process, giving up that control and that resistance. So you need to surrender in this step. And basically to surrender means to give up that control. And you're basically saying to the universe, I accept this, what I am visualizing and imagining and asking for, or something even better, because I know universe or whoever you believe in, that you can see possibilities that I can't yet see. So let's roll with the example of you going for that promotion, right? An example of surrendering really well would be that you've gone through the step of believe, you really feel like you're worthy and deserving, you've worked really hard, you believe it in your core, you've visualized it, you've gone and bought that new outfit, you're really on top of this manifestation thing, you're acting as if you're telling people that you've got the job, you're really just speaking it into existence, it's feeling exciting, it's feeling good, you're talking to family and friends about manifesting it as well and getting the support that you need. That is a little step, by the way. Some people say to me, oh, I feel too silly saying that I've got something out loud when I haven't got it because I feel like I'm lying. What I like to do there is I like to just let my friends and family know that I'm manifesting this thing. And obviously I pick and choose who I'm going to say that to because we all have people in our lives that don't really believe in manifesting. But those people will then support me and know that I'm manifesting it and kind of play make believe with me, which is really, really powerful. So you've done all that, right? You're going for this promotion. You're feeling really good. And a couple of weeks pass, but you haven't got the email for the promotion yet. And you don't understand why, because you've been surrendering. You've been letting go. You haven't been thinking about it. You've just been you know, getting along with your life, you've been hanging with friends, raising your vibration, feeling really grateful, just going off and, you know, doing what you want to do. So, which is essentially surrendering, good work. But then two weeks pass, you haven't got the email and you're like, okay, this is weird. Then you start to think, okay, what else can I do? All right. Well, okay. That girl is leaving because she's pregnant and then that person is going to take over her role and then Jill over here is going to move into that role and oh that's how I'll get my promotion that's how it'll all work out okay maybe I should talk to this person and try and get the wheels into motion what you are doing there is you are getting in the way of the universe's plan while of course we want to step in and control the situation because that gives us that sense of control you are completely blocking the process. 
It can be hard though when something doesn't happen in your desired time frame. But we've got to remember the law of rhythm comes in here. Everything comes in ebbs and flows. After we're going down, we've got to come up. Everything works in seasons and cycles. Trusting that the universe and your higher powers know the best way for you. You've got to trust that divine timing is on your side because very often you might be going, no, I know this is right for me. I know this promotion is right for me, but the universe in two months might have a completely new job for you, which is closer to your house, better pay, and you'll also meet the love of your life there. (laughs) You just don't know. So really try your best, even though it's so hard when you want something so bad, to detach from the outcome. And Gabby Bernstein's mantra that she likes to say is, I accept this or something better in that you were saying, I accept what I am asking for because that would be incredible. But I also accept that you might have a better plan for me. And I'm so excited to see what either option is. I want to bring Jim Carrey's quote in here. He is a absolute lover and believer of the law of attraction. He actually wrote himself a check for, I can't remember the amount. It was like $10 million. It was something ridiculous for acting services rendered. 10 years later, he made that exact amount on Dumb and Dumber. Again, I can't remember the amount, but you can look up the story, but it was the exact amount that he wrote on that check and he kept that check in his wallet. So he was acting as if, right? He was acting as if he had already received the check for the job that he didn't have yet. So this quote is his and I really love it. It says, as far as I can tell, it's just about letting the universe know what you want and then working toward it while letting go of how it comes to pass. I love so much about this because first of all, he's saying, let the universe know what you want. Like you've got to say it. You've got to write it down. You've got to put it out into the universe for the universe to know that that is actually what you want for the universe to work alongside you and bring it into your reality. Then he says, while working toward it, What he means by working toward it is we can't just sit on our couch, close our eyes, visualize that promotion and it is going to come to us. What do you need to do to work toward getting that promotion? So maybe you need to set a meeting with your boss, let your boss know that you are really keen for that position. Remember though, you can take action or inspired action. You want to take inspired action, not just action. Inspired action feels good. Sure, it might bring nerves, it might be challenging, but at the end of the day, it still feels aligned with your values, your beliefs. You feel excited because you know when you get this thing, oh my God, it's going to feel good. And then he says, while letting go of how it comes to pass. So you've asked for it, you're believing it, you're working toward it, and then it's time to let it go. It's time to surrender. It's time to detach from the outcome. When we give up the need to control, that's when life flows with us instead of against us. But of course, we want to hold on to control because that keeps us in control and it allows fear to block us from what we want because we don't want to be rejected. We want that one thing. We don't want anything else. But what if there is something else better? And usually there is. So the last step that I have added is step five, gratitude. There is a story around why I've added this step and we'll do a little bit of a story time after I tell you the ins and outs of gratitude. So 
It is the highest form of vibrational energy, gratitude, the highest form. So what that means is when we are feeling truly incredibly grateful, we are vibrating so high. We now know that when we are vibrating that high, we're attracting all of the good things vibrating on that same level. This is the same with the step of believe where I don't want you to get in a habit of saying mantras like, I believe I'm worthy and deserving, but also I am so grateful for X, Y, and Z if you don't completely feel it and believe it. You need to feel so deeply grateful for what you have and for where you are in order to move forward, in order to attract new incredible things into your life. You have to make room. So an example of this is I had my first car for about 10 years. I was getting really frustrated because the petrol gauge didn't work, the air conditioning didn't work, and the windy-uppy windows were so stiff I could hardly use them. I was trying to manifest a new car and a loan to get that new car, and I was using all the steps. You know, I believed I was worthy and deserving. I was seeing myself in the car. I was feeling the excitement. I was surrendering. I was letting go. And I was also feeling gratitude for this new car. But what I wasn't feeling was gratitude for the car I already had. So I was not making room for more of what I wanted to materialize, which was the new car. When I realized that I wasn't showing any gratitude for this car that brought me so many memories, I actually felt really sad and actually quite, I felt bad. So I started to become really grateful for my car. So much so that I didn't even want a new car anymore, but I needed a new car. But I started to become grateful for all the trips to Byron Bay with my friends camping in the car and all the laughs we'd have, the sing-alongs. I felt grateful for when I first got the car and my little brother was so young and when dad said, all right, mate, it's a deal and shook the man's hand. My brother was so excited and elated and it was just so cute. I started remembering the times where I would sit in my car as my little safety bubble outside auditions, not wanting to go in, but I'd feel so safe in my car. I became so grateful for that car. But as soon as I did, the loan came through so easy. Not only did the loan come through so easy with like incredible interest rates and all of the good things, but this was at the start of COVID and cars were not easy to get. The exact model, the exact color was available an hour down the road. And it all became so easy when I showed gratitude. Not only is gratitude the highest form of vibrational energy, it just makes us feel good. It is good to feel good. So why not allow yourself the feelings of gratitude to feel good? You might be thinking, I don't know, Cleo, I really struggle to become grateful for some of the things that I have in my life because those things are actually negative. But I promise you, if you sit down and quiet your mind and get your journal out, you will be able to come up with some things around that thing that you can be grateful for, whether it was a lesson, whether it was a person that you met out of that experience, or there will be something, even if it's tiny, grab that tiny part of gratitude and grow on it. 
Now I want to tell you why I added gratitude to the steps that I believe are so important in manifesting your desires. This story is a part of those years where I was feeling so incredibly unfulfilled. And if you listen to episode two, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I was really, really struggling in the film and television industry, and I was struggling to manifest the big dream of a lead role in something. And I realized, okay, maybe that dream is too big for me right now. And that's okay. Yes, I know that the universe can't tell the difference in between big and small. I know that the universe doesn't care what it's giving me. However, this dream in my head right now is too big and I'm not believing that it's attainable. So how about I change it up? I'm going to use the law of attraction steps so that I know when I manifest this thing that it was absolutely me who created it. Then I will know that I have that power to manifest that thing and that's when I can manifest bigger things. Well, that I perceive are bigger things. So what I decided I was going to manifest was a little bit role. They call them bit roles. So like a little guest role on a local reputable series. I literally wrote it in my journal, something like universe. Thank you for bringing me a guest role on a reputable series that is close to home. That for me was achievable. And it was also less scary because I was getting into this mindset of kind of fearing success. And that might just be a little thing for you guys to kind of take and think about later. Are you actually fearing good things? Are you fearing big things? Are you fearing success? Are you fearing wealth? Because while these things are all really good and amazing, they can also be overwhelming and scary. And I'm sure your first kind of reaction will be as if, like, no way, I'm not scared of good things happening. But for me personally, I actually was able to get myself to a point where I was able to admit that, oh my God, I'm actually scared of my dreams. While it's good to be scared of your dreams because you want to push and challenge yourself, it was completely blocking me. So I made it a little bit smaller. So I asked the universe when I was in a positive state of mind, I'll go through the steps now so you can kind of relate it to a story and how it works. So I asked when I was in positive state of mind, I moved on to the step of believe. I knew I was worthy and deserving of this role. I was seeing myself on a set. I was feeling the feelings of feeling really proud really proud of myself for being on a set again and feeling really fulfilled being on set, being in front of the camera. I started to act as if I told my mum what I was manifesting. So I got her on board with me and we just talk about, we voice what we both actually kind of wanted. You know, I was talking about the kind of set I wanted to be on, the kind of role and I was getting excited. I was lifting my vibration. And then I moved to the step of surrender. Now, I think the important aspect of this was I wasn't asking for something in this moment that I was so attached to in the way that I need this for my safety or I need this for my complete happiness. It was just something that would be really nice if it came along. So I was then able to surrender and let it go. And a point on that, you might be thinking, but yeah, I am trying to manifest something that really does, you know, it 
matters to my well-being, my safety, my happiness. And you absolutely can continue manifesting this thing. It just means that you really have to work on the step of surrender a little bit more. And as we get into episodes where we go into the deeper topics, I think you'll be able to relate a little bit more on that. But practice with things that are a little bit easier to let go of and to surrender because then it shows you that you are able to let go and surrender and trust the process. Therefore, you actually do have the power to do it with the same thing that you are depending on right now. So the call came when I was on the tram to work and it was a casting director that I'd worked with previously and he called me and he said, Cleo, there's this show, it's filming on the Gold Coast, it's only a small role, you don't even have to audition but would you like the role? And he he was actually like, oh, you probably don't even want it, like, you know, it's only small, it's a day's work but, you know, do you want it? And I was just over the moon. I was ecstatic for many reasons because the law of attraction was working for me because I, this was kind of validation that I was good enough. And the fact that I didn't even have to audition, this role was literally handed to me and it was exactly what I was manifesting close to home, a reputable project and a small role. So I got it and I was just so swept up in the excitement of it that I kind of just moved on with life and was just enjoying life, forgot about it, but was still excited about it if that makes sense. It was a couple of weeks later and we were at this industry event and this particular casting director was there and I went up to him to say how excited I was and he turned around and said, oh, I've been meaning to call you. Your role has been cut. And I was like, oh, okay. I felt like I was going to cry, like right on cue. And he was like, yeah, sorry. It was only small anyway. Like you probably didn't even really want to do it, which was really like hard for me to hear because yes, I did want to do it. And that just made me feel completely not good enough. And like kind of that I was just expecting so little for myself. So I actually felt really sorry for myself in that moment. And he said, all good, you know, and he just kind of walked away and I went home and I was so upset. I was upset because of what had just happened, but I was also upset because once again, I felt like this law was failing me and it had failed me so many times when I was trying to use it in the film and television industry. What I did is instead of letting that failure define me, instead of seeing that failure as a failure, I decided I was going to learn from this. I was sick of feeling like crap. I wanted to feel good. So I got my journal out and I journaled the exact steps I went through. Everything, I was ticking off everything. I did everything really, really well. And I really do think that was because I grabbed a dream that was attainable for me at that time. And I also, just a note on that, I don't want you to think, oh, damn, that only means that I can manifest small things because right now all of the big, exciting stuff is too far away from me. The minute you attract that small thing is the minute that you attract a bigger thing and then a bigger thing and then a bigger thing. This could be the process of like a week. It could be months. It could be years, but it could be a week. Manifesting should be fun. It should be easy. We all hold the same power and we can manifest hugely exciting things. It could be just a tiny step away, which is so exciting. Anyway, what I realized is when I got the role, I was so swept up in it. I was so excited that I just went on with my life. I did not stop and sit in gratitude for one second. I did not thank the universe. I did not thank myself. I didn't honor 
who I am and the hard work that I'd put in. I didn't even show any gratitude really to the casting agent other than being really excited on the phone. This realization was big. So I decided to turn it around. And even though it was so hard because I still felt so defeated and embarrassed, I decided to act as if I still had the role. So I sat in gratitude. I go on these things called gratitude walks. I went on this gratitude walk like I'd already filmed the role. I was so grateful for it. I was so excited. I journaled about it. I was talking to mum about how grateful I was that this role had come back into my life. I kid you not, I know this sounds made up, but it is not. Like you couldn't write this. The next day I got the call that the role was back on. And that's when I thought I have to add this step because <laughs> literally it it works. Gratitude works. Gratitude is so, so powerful. Remember how I said there's actually machines that can photograph energy leaving the body? That goes to show that if you are feeling the energy of gratitude, that is the energy that you are giving out. So that's the energy that you are going to get back. And gratitude feels so, so good. Now, like I said, I have so many manifestation success stories. And not only in this podcast am I going to share my own, but I'm also going to get stories from other people to bring on this podcast to inspire you all and to remind you of just how powerful you all are. But this episode has been so jam-packed with information, I really just want all of this to soak in to your mind how it needs to. And I have told you a story about how you can manifest something and then essentially lose something and then manifest it back through using the traditional steps that I've gone through in this episode. So I hope that is enough to kind of give you a bit of a grasp on what the law of attraction is and how you can use it. However, I promise you in episodes to come, the stories that I'm going to share of my success, successes using the manifestation practices and the law of attraction is just so huge and so exciting. But I'm also going to share ways where I have manifested things not using these steps. So you might go, actually, that sits with me better. I was going to share some in today's podcast, but I think we've said and done enough for today. And I, yeah, like I said, just let it soak in how it needs to and relish in hopefully the good feelings that you are feeling right now. If you are vibrating high right now, use that to your advantage. Go home and manifest something. You might be at home already. I don't know why I said go home. (laughs) Stay where you are. I don't know. Do what you want and manifest. Write it down. Say it out loud. Tell your partner about it. Tell your parents about it. Tell your sister. Tell your friends. Whoever it is, speak it out loud because you deserve to manifest what it is that you want. And I thought I should give maybe a little, I guess you could call it a shameless plug for myself, for my Pass Around the Smile products, because they really are the perfect tools to help you with manifestation. So if you don't know, I spent years creating my positive guidance cards, my guided affirmation cards, my journals. Essentially, the cards are like oracle cards. So they kind of sit in the middle of affirmation cards and tarot cards. They are cards which guide and inspire you. They answer your questions. So you can ask things like, what do I need to know today? Is this career move a good one? What do I need to know about my relationship right now? Or when is love coming into my life? You can do past, present, future spreads. I love doing a all year spread between that time of Christmas and New Year where I do 12 cards, one for each month. And this has become quite a thing that a lot of my community do. These cards, honestly, 
the process of creating these cards was such a manifestation in itself, such an effortless manifestation because every single minute of it was so enjoyable and just oh so incredible. And I think that's why I really do believe that there is magic energy in these cards. Like you will get the same card over and over again, as hard as you shuffle until you learn that lesson or until you do that thing. <laughs> so they can help you in manifestation when you are kind of confused. Maybe you actually don't know what you want to manifest. You don't know what you need to make yourself happy. Or maybe you are in the process of manifesting something and you're confused about the timeline or you're confused about the blocks you're confused about why it's not coming to play yet or maybe the opposite maybe you have just manifested something and you're vibrating so high that you feel so connected to your higher powers that you just want to ask a question to see what comes out as like validation of yes you have manifested this thing and you are powerful So not only will the cards help you with manifestation my journals can really help you there are pages that have journal prompts that questions around thoughts, beliefs, manifestation, of course, letting go, trusting the process, listening to your heart, which can really help you ask yourself the deeper questions that you might not ask yourself when you are journaling on your own. In saying that, there's also pages in that journal that are free, so you can just let your magic run free. And there are 100 different artworks on every single page. It's such a beautiful journal. I also have meditations on my website, passaroundthesmile.com, which you can download. There are specific manifestation meditations. There are also ones on trusting the process and letting go, which might help if you are trying to manifest something but struggling to let it go because you care so much, which is so fair enough. I also have a special little discount code for my new podcast family as a bit of a celebration. The discount code that you can enter is SMILEPOD in capital letters. That will give you 10% off all of my products for a limited time only. I'm going to run this from the 26th of March for a month until April the 26th. All it will exclude is value packs because they are already heavily discounted. Uh, But yeah, I hope you enjoy the discount. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Please let me know if it inspired you and made you feel good. And please message in if you have some cool manifestation stories, because over the coming episodes, I would love to chat to some of you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. You're amazing. Bye.